Welcome back to Impressional Minds, the podcast where you're in ignorance, one show at a time. It's your host that keeps it realer than most, with my co-host Jay. And you know the vibes, it's your grandma's favorite podcaster. And we are here with yet another lively discussion. I know we've been away for a while, yeah, but... It's been a minute. You know, pod just comes as it comes, man. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. We're gonna... Get right into it, bro. Yeah, you know, we kind of just created some topics today. We really didn't write a whole script about it or a whole bunch of ideas that we had for them. We're just like, let's... To bring ourselves back in it, we're just gonna... I guess just go off the top and just roll off the cuff with these topics. So... You know, just to ease into it, just to ease into like where we're at, because it's been a grip. We we did the last episode in what January? Man, I really hope it wasn't January. I hope it was later than that. I think it was January, bro. That's tough. Exactly. So people. Busy though, bro. I know. It's not an easy life to live. Man, they don't understand it. Um. So I guess the first question that we could pop off that you guys might wonder is like. Where we're at in life right now, oh man, I hit it. Oh well. Oh, <laughs> oh well. Um, it. So I'm gonna ask the question out there and put this into the world. Do you like where you're at in life right now? I mean, well, if you're asking me, I'm, <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna be completely like, hey, I'm gonna keep it a garbanzo be No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at, man. Uh, becoming more mature, you know saving my cheese just trying to go through the motions of life and, and upgrade myself as much as possible i mean that's that's really all you can do especially with how everything's going you don't you don't know what what the future's gonna hold so i mean at, at this point it's just a matter of trying to stay i mean as positive as possible yeah but how about you um i'm a weird person so I'm going to say no. I don't like where I'm at in life right now. That's fair. I'll say career-wise, I feel like I'm just at the beginning of where I want to be. But, you know, that's a that's just, you know, everything has to start somewhere. But, like, right now, in the moment, I feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, today was a pretty decent day, you know. Productive? Yeah, it was pretty productive. A lot of stuff that I did that was maybe more towards self-care and a little bit towards my confidence rather than just um the how life goes and how you deal with um basically just how you deal with life you know all the things that's thrown at you but i'll say like career-wise i'm probably not where i want to be and then um just uh you know when you're like 20 you're like 21 you're at that weird stage where it's like people are having families people are getting married people are getting their own cribs and it's like sometimes you can feel behind but everybody just moves at their own pace so yeah so i would say you know i'm happy where i'm at right now you know it could be better but it also could be worse i've came far um from a lot of stuff so I will say I'm happy where I'm at, but I'm not, like, content or complacent. That's good, though. You're not satisfied. You're still hungry. Yeah. That's very good. 
So I'll, I'll, I'll say that to that extent, you know. Had a couple things here and there, you know, after we dropped that album, you know, got that out the way. Now it's time to go back and create some more. Shout out to Ace for collabing with that one, though. Shout out to Ace Avant, you know, put that out. First project, a mini, you know, and all the other homies on FOE, you know. Just wait on it, more to come. It's going to be a long year, man. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a, a great year. Um... But now that we're past that, I, I, you know, just a little update, just a little update for everybody. But um, recently in the news, I'll say the media portion of uh, sports news and really just regular news. There's a lot of the um, things going on, not only at the Olympics, but people in their own, I'll say, sports tournaments mm-hmm. dealing with... Um, mental health and dropping out of certain games dropping out of the whole tournament or dropping out of the olympics and i'm not an athlete i've never been an athlete so i'm a a alley-oop it to you you know on this one i'm gonna let you go first i mean at the end of the day I, i mean as an athlete i haven't experienced nowhere near the fame and popularity and pressure that they that they're holding on like on their shoulders when i say they i mean the two that are the most that are the most uh talked about right now like naomi osaka and um simone biles Mm -hmm. and it's i mean it's it's sad to see that they have to um they're so i don't know what's the the word for it they're they're so stressed out that they have to pull out of something that they love to do yeah i mean you can tell when you watch simone biles that she loves to do what she does gymnast wise I mean um, just the I mean you can see the smile on her face and same for uh, Naomi Osaka playing tennis I mean just the I don't watch it but I see the highlights and you can tell how how much joy she's having especially with her her new uh, documentary on uh, Netflix but she has a documentary it's it's pretty decent but uh, and it talks about talks about mental health and and, and the, the fame and popularity and how heavy it is but um, with that being said, I, I haven't experienced it, but I can only feel for them with how or with what they're going through, just because it's probably it, it's it's probably more than than we would think of when we're trying to put ourselves in their shoes. We're probably not even close. Yeah, I mean, they got. I mean, for Simone Biles, she's got the whole country on her back because she. I mean, she's doing it like she was doing great, but at the same time, you got. I'm sure she's getting death threats for stepping off or stepping out of the Olympics and people saying it's bad timing, but the only person who's going to know if it's good time or not is her. Yeah, I will say the pressure is kind of elevated on her because she was on a streak where, see, I don't know anything about the Olympics. I know there's like uh, the beginning stages of it where you got to qualify or whatever. And like during that whole process, when she was doing her things on a gymnast, she was getting like extremely high scores and it was like she was scoring so well and she was so good at what she does that they've never seen it happen before so the judges like came together and said that they were going to score her lower because it wouldn't be fair to score everybody the same at the same as her Mm -hmm. so there's like we can't give her a 10 out of 10 every time so we're just going to lower our scores and it's like insane yeah it's it's like you are that's like you're so good that they got to bend the rules to like (laughs) go against you but I mean, they do it in—they've done it in basketball before with the yeah. hand checks and stuff. But yeah. it's like, 
not like taking it all the way to that level i'll say right um but for my piece on it do you think that any of these athletes are using mental health as like a, a cop-out for pressure or to not talk to the media that's a great question um at first i had a thought about it for for naomi osaka in the wimbledon when she dropped out i had a thought about it like that thought crossed my mind did she just do that because she expressed how much she didn't want to talk to or how much not that she didn't want to talk to the media but how stressful it was talking to the media yeah that like she led with that so i thought about it, i was like well maybe she just doesn't want to talk to me and i didn't which find is fine problem, right i didn't find a problem with that but at the same time there's people i mean that's their their money. yeah that's the that's media but that's that's what they they live off of I know a lot of yeah. I know a lot of people were saying that she was just being like a baby because she lost, and that's why she didn't want to talk to the media because she like this was one of her few losses I think out of the entire year, and it was a pretty big loss. And she just said she didn't want to talk about it, and it went from her um, being suspended for not wanting to talk to the press to her just dropping out, and a lot of people had their reactions to it or whatever. Now I don't know. I I do know the the uh, well. I do know the documentary was placed, was uh, out before she dropped out of the Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. That was what, a few months ago? The Wimbledon dropout? Yeah, it wasn't that Yeah, long that ago. was a few months ago. That documentary's been on there for a minute. And she does talk, she didn't talk about dropping out, of course, because it was already out, but she talked about the pressure. Mm-hmm. So I know it's something that's been on her, on her mind before. Now, that could have something, like, the pressure could have something to do, it could be the main thing, the main reason that she dropped out. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the only person who's going to know is her. Yeah. Whatever she tells. Yeah, and I know a lot of people uh, say the same thing about uh, Kyrie with the spills that he goes on sometimes. But I don't think his is really mental health. I yeah. think he's just a, a outspoken, opinionated person. After the year of what last year was, I don't. And I think he just doesn't want to take take that stuff from anybody exactly anymore. and he, he's been through it a lot though yeah I mean, you can if you go go down the line yeah from him moving with, teams it yeah, got worse it, it just kept getting worse yep as soon as he as soon as he hit, hit boston and then yeah. the season after you're i mean you're hearing talking about their locker room and then going to the nets is it's just another situation or yeah. how can he play with these people or how is he is he going to be able to play with them with his toxicity, I I don't believe that, but no. maybe that's just me being biased. No, I mean Kyrie is the type of person. Basketball is basketball to him. Like right. people is, are asking, it's in his place. yeah, does he love the game? Is he gonna come back? Is his mind not on basketball? And it's like you get paid all that money to play basketball, and it's something that you love to do. I don't think Kyrie's gonna like compromise that just for his opinion on something. Exactly. I just think that um i think media is so used to players not clapping back at them right just letting them just take just it, letting take them say it. whatever and it's like oh you're an athlete we we make money off talking about you so you just got to get used to it whatever we say is whatever we say you can't say nothing against it but it's like we live in an era now where there is social media there's there's tons of stuff to have a platform so and people will always dig 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 and find a problem with people that are outspoken no yeah. matter not even just sports i mean in in life in general yeah with the people people or, or maybe maybe the friends to our our listeners that are doing the things doing things that are different that's not the the forte or the thing that's things that our our generation is going through yeah not conventional right those things are 
or those, those people are different, are looked at as funny, and that's what was odd. How they how they feel about it. like how 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 the rest of the world react to how yeah. they feel about it. Yeah, it's it's really weird. But the uh, the route I was gonna take is I don't think I don't think mental health and uh, sports is a new thing. I think it's just right. not talked about. I know Kevin Love has brought it up many times where yeah. he's like. I can't do this or I felt like I couldn't do this and it was odd to talk about it's really odd to hear an athlete talk about it yep. but I mean they probably all have some degree of um not, I wouldn't say mental illness but it's just your mental health is like it's weird mm-hmm. it's, it's honestly weird like you travel all the time you play these games for your team like your job is to win mm-hmm. and there's a lot of pressure on you not only just on the team but individually on you if you don't play good on the team where does your career go right you're gonna get talked about yeah if you don't and i and i thought about it like this is like think about how many players play and they don't have shoes like think about all the players that have shoes think about all the players that don't like that has to do something to your ego out of all the companies and brands there's probably what 20 players maybe I'll say there's probably like oh, there's a limited roster. Oh yeah, oh definitely. Of that every have their, that have had their own shoe. On no, okay, let's say current current players right now. Yeah. Current NBA current NBA rosters. There's probably less than 25 players that have their own shoe. I'll give them 30 because there's peak okay, and Chinese okay. leaning yeah, and all right, that stuff. Yeah. All that okay, stuff. I'll, I'll give them 30. Like, but there's so much, so many more people in the NBA. Yeah, there's so many people that I'll I'll say. And we're talking about signature shoe. We're not right. talking about they have a brand deal with a shoe. No, we're, we're talking about they have their own shoe. Right. I'll say maybe. Shoe. I'll say maybe thirty. Yeah, I agree. Maybe thirty. Um, but what I was gonna say was, I don't think it's new with the media versus the players. Take the mental health thing out of it. Yeah. I mean, think about what Jordan went through. Like the media basically crucifying him saying he had a gambling problem making something out of nothing saying he had a gambling problem i mean he has so much money he can get it back and then saying they even brought that up with his father yeah saying that his gambling debt is the reason why his dad died is insane like think think about writing that story like you comfortably (laughs) type that on your like think about saying uh maybe his gambling debt wasn't paid off and they sent somebody to go kill his dad and you're running with that, bro. And I honestly think, this is just me, I think the media going at him that hard, him being, I don't, I'm not going to say he was at his peak, but him, because honestly, anybody could argue that maybe he just fell out of love with basketball. So he wanted to go to a new sport and see if he could do something different because he, he did everything that any NBA player at that time would have never dreamed of but i think the media and then his father passing was just like okay i'm done like i don't if this is what the game of basketball is gonna bring me Mm -hmm. after i put so much time and energy into it then i don't want nothing to do with it yeah i I wouldn't blame if that was the reason if he came out and said that was the reason i wouldn't blame him exactly and people were hard on naomi or simone biles and it's like all they did was drop out of one tournament this man retired way too hard bro so Maybe it's not so close to mental health, but it's like the what the media like stirs up is crazy. And then throughout the whole virus thing and and COVID, they were bored. They're just sitting at home writing stuff that made no sense, just talking about athletes' regular lives because there was nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I think this year was even 
harder to deal with just because of the stories or the questions they would ask. Like, did you see the one where they asked JaVel McGee? He was like, is your mother still with us? Yeah, I was That like, was, it's so weird. Ask, it's so weird the questions they ask these athletes. And it's like, imagine having to sit there for what, about 30 minutes and just answer dumb questions. Why do you think you lost today? I'm sorry. I'm I've heard sorry. them ask, how do you think you lost? Right. Or they was like, they asked Russell Westbrook, they was like, are you sure you lost this game tonight? They were like, did you lose this game or did they win? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right. It's like, we're getting ridiculous now. Right. And they're, they're, they literally get paid. It's in their contract to respond to the media. And some of these are just ridiculous. So I could feel them. And if you're a person where, I'm not going to say sensitive, but if you do struggle with mental health issues and you're on that platform that is very very it's a huge platform to be elevated on yeah and you're accountable for yourself or you're accountable for your team it's not it's not easy so i can understand what the athletes are going through to some degree yeah. and i think the media should give them some space but it's built in their contract there's a lot of stuff they got to deal with so until all these what do you call them all these companies reform what they have to do with the media and how they answer the questions and how they go about it, then I don't know. I feel like they're just going to be in this place to where. Like mm, treadmill is running in place. Yeah, you're basically just running in place mm -hmm. to some degree and you having to answer all these questions. You know, it's like sometimes maybe you just want a break from the media, not right. only the media, but it's like, hey, I lost today. I really don't want to talk to nobody. I'm you, going through stuff through, at home. I don't want to talk to nobody. If you've taken an L, imagine, imagine whatever L you took, whether it was talking to or not being able to talk to girls, getting curved, if it was in sports, if it was in school, getting rejected from a school. Imagine a reporter running up to you. Are you just failed a test? Say, hey, how you, how <laughs> hey, you think hey, you did on that test today? Bro, I failed it. I don't even, I don't even know what we learned. I didn't learn anything. That's, that would be upsetting to you. And so, so imagine that on a higher scale. You got people betting money on you. You got people doing this, doing that. Oh, and we didn't even mention social media. Like, people just oh, deeming you crazy stuff all day. Like, if you go to KD's Twitter, his is like a burner account. He doesn't that's, care. That's he responds to everybody. Like, I remember he tweeted something. You saw it. Yeah. Somebody tweeted something about him at the Olympics. And somebody was like, he tweeted this at 6 a.m. in Tokyo time. He is so he woke up, woke up and responded to these it's violence it's just it's just ridiculous and people can really say anything about you and you could ignore it but like everybody says we're we're all we're still human yeah so and with them with like the last thing I, i'll say on that is even though they may not ever hear it but just for the people to know our listeners to know i think if i speak for both of us we both definitely stand with Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles. I stand with anybody that uh, wants to do things for themselves. You know, yeah. a mental health break. You know, I mean, what, regardless of what reason it is, even if you're at work and you're like, hey, I know they don't give you mental health days, but if you need to take a day off just for your mental health, just to get yourself right and ready to go back to work so you don't, like, have... Imagine your boss telling you that. What? what would you do if your boss told you that? Told me he pulled, what? He pulled you in the office. Your, tell you your boss pulled you in the office. Told you to close the door behind you. And then he just says, hey, 
I don't know if you need to take a, a day off just for your mental health. But that'd be great. It it only it's on it honestly should be um, standard in there. Yeah, it should be a standard by now. Once but every three months, something to start man. Out. just just an emergency like wink wink pay time off thing, bro. Like I mean, sometimes you get in the groove of things at work, and you'll get like so into the system and then it's like just one thing falls apart and then it's another thing and it's another thing and all this is piling on you You're like hey man i need a break before i go crazy we already don't get that many days off of the year and i'm about to go crazy if i don't just take one day off maybe a maybe a whole week off right because i mean that's just how it is nowadays man i honestly think we should just work four days 10 hours and that mental health day I mean, you if imagine you get up at, say you got to go to work at seven, you you gonna get up at five thirty six anyway. Well, hey, I'm with it. I think it'll be like that one day. It just won't be like that now. Um, some shipping companies have it. You only got to work three days. You only got to work four days. So I think it'll happen. I do a ten hour four day week. I do that. Get Friday off. Heck yeah. Or. Or, or Monday. Or Monday. I was or say, Monday. But, Monday I'll do that too. But Tuesday's gonna be your new Monday, so uh, hey, let me but, but then if I'll everybody back to when we had to work on Mondays. Yeah, if everybody has it, then it'll be weird. Wink wink again. But the thing is, I don't think everybody'll have it. I think, you know, hospitals, all that all other right. stuff, you have to work maybe five, maybe six, maybe seven. But just certain certain companies. Right. You know, if you got enough money. You can do four days, oh, ten. Yeah. A lot of these companies already can. They just don't want to. Oh yeah. But um, I don't want. I don't want to give timestamps. But this week there was the the 2021 NBA draft. You know, whichever team you guys like. Hopefully, you guys got somebody. You know. Hopefully. Hopefully, if you're a Lakers fan. That's my. That's my main. My main thought. If you're a Lakers fan, how you do you know, feel about, about how do their, I feel? Their roster? How do I feel about the roster? Yeah, how or how do they their, feel? No, how do you feel? They're probably ecstatic, them, bro. They're like they they got all the jerseys, you know. They, they freed uh, the one guy out of jail. What's his name? The goat. Really? Oh, is he still in jail? No, he's not in jail. They they, are, they are freed you talking him. Talking about Alex Cruz. Yeah, they freed the real. He's been, he's <laughs> they been, finally freed the real. Out, he's been out and he's been at uh, Memphis University. I haven't now. seen him starting. I I don't see him on a starting roster anymore. That's kind of sad. I, I don't see him on a starting roster anyway. That's just me though. Um. <laughs> okay, so look here. Since we're talking about him, this is for our listeners that know about the Lakers. If you don't know about, yeah, if you don't Lakers, listen to basketball, you can probably just skip, just skip this. Just skip like. What? Give me, give me like three minutes. Okay, so I'll give, I'll give you the Lakers roster right now. Dennis Schroeder. He's Marquise still, in, he's still in the Lakers. Yeah. They didn't this, trade this him. This is their current roster as we speak. He's not gonna be there by his time it starts. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder, Markeith Morris, Ben McLemore, Wesley Matthews, Alfonso McKinney, LeBron James, Montrez Harrell. No, he's Wait, not on no. there no more. Oh no, Montrez is not. This is a trash. This is a trash list. This I don't know where you got this list. from. That's not a roster. That's not a real roster. Anyways, he's changing. Montrez, what's his name? Montrez or Montrezel? Montrez. There's no L the, at the end. There is an L at the end, but it's silent. <laughs> no, it ain't no. There's no such thing as a silent <laughs> L. Right, you listen. can't take a silent L. You can't. <laughs> there's no such thing as hey, a silent Montrez L. Montrez can. 
Mon- all right, all right, here it is. Here it is. Montrezl Harrell. He needs to go to the Wizards. That sounds like a spell. <laughs> Montrezl <laughs> with the wand. All right, Costas Tinakumpo. The fourth. Well, no, I, I the think third. It's the third. Yeah, there's a fourth one coming. Devontae Cook, Alex Caruso, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond, Jared Dudley, Mark Gasol, Taylor Horton Tucker, LeBron James, Wesley Matthews. Alfonso you already said Medina. these people. No, I, the whole list. Oh, okay, okay. Dennis Schroeder, and of course, Russell Westbrook. Okay, so um, that roster makes me want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I don't hate LeBron, and I also don't hate Westbrook. I just hate their fans. If you're a fan, yeah, cool, you're a fan of both but of them. y'all are delusional. A lot of the That's times, y'all bend the rules for both of them. Like, a lot of people will say Westbrook is the best point guard in the league. Oh, don't start this again. Which is... Very subjective. I'll just leave it subjective at that. Subjective and debatable. I'll just leave. I'll just have. I'll just say that that's subjective. And LeBron. LeBron is a great player. He's a great person off the court. A fantastic person off the court. He's also coming to the end of his career. Yeah, he's coming to the end of his career. And I just hate that They're every every team he's on, they just rebuild the roster every single year around him. They're like, we need a championship team here. Let's do it. Let's bring LeBron. I think LeBron is a good guy to build around. You know why? Because if we say LeBron's on our team, we're going to bring anyone here. And I, and I get it. It's LeBron, you know, and it's GMs. You're just being a good GM. You're trying to build a championship caliber team. But at some point, it just gets ridiculous. It's like he's on the Monstars team every year. And they're just like, how many All-Stars can we get? And it's like, how many players can you get in that system doesn't work? Okay, so... I'll ask you this question. This is not on the book. This isn't on the script, anything. I ask you this question. On the Lakers, you just heard the whole Lakers roster, and you pretty much know the, the majority of the good players. I guess. So say LeBron has a devastating injury to his ankle, and he decides to retire. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. It's just pretty bad. The ankle is jacked up. So he decides to retire. Who do they build around on their roster? One person. Who do one they person? build? That's one easy. player. Who do they build around on their roster? If he's healthy, Anthony Davis. Okay. That's the. And so who? That's the second best player, if not the best player on the team. And now you have two people in the league to bring to attempt to bring in. Who would you try and bring in to build Me? around? Yes. Who would you try and bring around? Anthony Davis. And the rest of that roster. Yes. Because I mean, because LeBron just hurt his ankle. He's he's retiring. He's done. They're so not going to build. Out. They're not going to. They're going to trade all of them. I promise you. <laughs> they're going to Le- rebuild. If LeBron gets hurt, they're just they're like gonna we're scrapping this team. All and right. We're we're building our our salary cap back up. It was nice when it lasted. Yeah, this literally was going to happen. But um, two people in the two league. people in the league. The whole league. I don't know. They they have like three people in the league that they need. They have Andre Drummond, and he's not that good on that team. He has been doing subpar. He he was Last doing season. he was averaging like twenty twenty. It was every it game. It was better to see him on the bench than it was to see him on the court. That's insane. On the but Lakers I honestly least. don't I don't I wouldn't think about it. I wouldn't want to be in that position where it'd be like, oh man, LeBron's hurt. Let's build around some other people. Like they have the pieces. I guess they would need a small forward. They're not getting Kawhi. Nope. Oh no no he's not going to leave. They can try for Jason Tatum. Don't think it'll happen. Um, I don't know what you would do. 
They would need another small forward. Do though. you think now that they have, and of course, like you said, hate dating it, but do you think now that they have Russell Westbrook, should they continue to try to get Buddy Heald? Buddy Heald could play at the two. So then think you would, would have Russ, Buddy, Braun, Anthony, Anthony I Davis. think it would be the icing on the cake, but I don't think I don't watch any Kings games, so I don't know if he's even good right now. And they never make it to the playoffs. That's true. So I don't know how good Buddy Hill is. And be honest, I haven't watched him either. I haven't seen him on another team than the Kings, so I wouldn't know. No, he's at you know he hasn't been on another team, I don't think. But still, I understand. I agree. I think he'd be a great replacement for Ben Simmons. But, yeah. You know, their GM. KCP's finally gone, man. Their GM is crazy. Oh so, yeah, no, no. That uh, man, he wants. That's he wants I mean. your firstborn son and your wife. For Ben Bro, Simmons. they're asking for everything. <laughs> he says, uh, I want your, I want all of it. I want the car that's in your driveway. I want your firstborn son. Um, you know what? I want the, the keys to your house. Feet too. Pass them up. It's like, dude, it's Ben Simmons, bro. He scored zero points in the fourth quarter of a clutch game. We don't want him. No, we don't. Not only do we not want him, we don't need him. But, but I don't know. The Lakers, you know, they're going to do what they do every year. Yep. Um not win a championship. Oh, look good I'm, I'm just kidding. Look just good kidding. during the regular season. Yeah, they're going to look great during the regular season, and then playoffs are going to come, and it's going to be very scary because guess what? The Warriors are back, and that's going to be very oh, scary. Oh, yeah. They got healthy clay. Yeah, I don't, know, clay. I don't know what the Trailblazers are doing this year. Hopefully they can get their team together so we don't have to see another second-round exit. A second-round exit, and we don't have to see the Lakers. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't hate Westbrook. I don't hate LeBron. And I don't hate the Lakers. But I just hate them. Hate their fans. I just I hate I just hate them all together. <laughs> Once you get like LeBron, Westbrook, and then the Lakers franchise, it's like a Rubik's cube of just hate. fandom that's not supposed to happen. I agree. So yeah, whatever you guys get from this podcast is, you know, Kobe. Kobe's a great Laker. That's I don't it. know about that's the it. rest. That's of it. Them. No, no, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. You know. But, keep, but speaking of LeBron. LeBron's the might as well be the owner of Nike. Yeah, we got another another guy that we've had recent reports. His son? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hopefully, what do you call them? Brand mates? What, brand they're mates. not label mates. Brand mates. They're like brand mates. Brand mates. Um. So recently, I think Bleacher Report. Yeah. Uh, them and they posted it. Broke but... broke the news or whoever somebody broke the news. Um. Kyrie is uh. He's having issues with Nike. Mm-hmm. I guess um, it's with the Kyrie Sevens, right? Correct. The new ones. Yeah, he says out. Nike cleared them, and he says they're trash. He says he didn't clear them. He thinks the design is horrible, but Nike just okayed it and went out, mm-hmm. just went ahead with the rollout for him. And he says he has nothing to do with this shoe, and he uh, said he wanted to apologize to his fans about it. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say that before, but you know, let it be Kyrie, the, right. the outspoken king. Um, uh, I guess I'll ask, how do you feel about it first? I mean, for one, it's not something we've ever seen before. We've never seen a, a not even it doesn't matter the shoe brand. We've never seen someone outspoke like outspoke. outspoke that's not. Uh, speak out on a company's like that's a conglomerate like Nike. Like you've never heard any. I don't. Well, I haven't heard anybody that's just spoken out against them and just just essentially 
putting business out there that putting words out there that's bad for business. Yeah, I mean, well, Vanessa Bryant has recently. Okay, that's fair. But okay, that's, that's that, that whole right. situation is ridiculous on its own. Right. So, but at the same time, the biggest the biggest question that and I understand from a business perspective, I feel like there's something in his contract that says they can release whatever. And he, not that he didn't read it, but they probably never thought it would come to this. Yeah. But a lot of people on social media are asking, well, how can Kyrie Irving have his name and it be his shoe, but he not have a say in his shoe? That's, that's, that's an easy. That's exactly. A, that's an easy response. That's an easy response. It's, um, they, it's not that they own his likeness or brand, but it's probably that they have a license to his likeness or brand yep. that they could put on their shoes. Because yep. if you come if it all comes to the contract and the agreement on everything mm -hmm. Kyrie just has his name on the shoe LeBron all these players just have their name on the shoe Nike makes more money than they do yep. whether it's 60 40 whether it's 70 30 whether it's literally 45 55 mm -hmm. like the players don't own the shoe they just put them they just Whatever agreement Jordan has is totally different. Can't count him. If the company feels like nice enough to let the player with his name on the shoe pick and choose what he wants on it, LeBron, because he puts out the same shoe every exactly. year, the same so shoe, it, it's same shoe. But he, past four but years. we're talking to the guy that signed a multi-million-dollar deal, like he signed to a NBA team to the Lakers, literally. So his contracts are obviously different. Jordan's contract is obviously different. But I would say Kobe's because he was going through something with Nike and he was about to leave mm -hmm. before he passed away. All right. And everybody was wondering uh, the character of Nike ever since after they've that. been releasing his shoes after his death and just just like it's nothing. And their contract ran out with Nike. So Nike shouldn't even be putting Kobe's out, but people right. are still getting new pairs of Kobe's. Yep. And it's all illegal. But the thing I was talking about is Nike could say that they own the technology in the shoe. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, they could say they could do whatever they want with the Literally. shoe. Literally. They your, own the material. Your name is everything. on it. That's cool and all. But we made the shoe. So, it doesn't matter. You didn't hand make the shoe. Yeah. And then what Nike also likes to do is they like to make um, spinoffs. Like you saw oh, what they yeah. do, were doing with the Kobe's. Yep. They'll make the shoe, slap your name on it, and then they'll be like, hey, we're about to put this out. And you're like, bro, this shoe sucks. But it's like they want to make, it's like um, cars. You got to make the affordable one. You got to make the luxury one. And then the one that's like in right middle. in the middle. So you see that with Jordan brand. Mm -hmm. You know, there's the Jordan Dior's. Oh. There's like the Jordan brand, one through 23. And then yeah. there's Team Jordans. Team Jordans. Team, good old Team, team Jordans. Team Flights. The Team Flight Jordans. Yeah, man. So I think it's a tough situation. I don't know if he's going to leave Nike. I doubt he I will. I don't think he will I either. Th I think they'll just work out the shoe. They'll come to an agreement. Yeah, or he just, just settle it. Because I think Kyrie's just done with everything. I think he's just I think he's just fed up right now Yeah. in his life. So. No, seriously. So I think I, they may settle. Um, They may just... He may have to pay out the rest of his contract and mm -hmm. leave. I hope he doesn't make any more shoes. Because, I mean, in all honesty, I really like Kyrie's line Yeah. Uh, with Nike. Um, they don't look bad. I'm not in tune with PG's, KD's, or Giannis's right now. 
like I'm most excited. I don't know who I'm excited for on Nike's brand, honestly. Or Besides Nike's Kobe, brand, yeah. I just wanted to see them take Kobe's all the way to eight, and I was, I'd be like, man, I'm satisfied. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. How we'll that see. Dies, we'll bro. see what happens, bro. But speaking of shoes, yes. So with summer almost to an end, you know, we got one more month left of summer mm-hmm. officially. What do you think is the best shoes? for summer for summer from i'll say for this year or from this year like what do you think is the best shoes maybe from this summer the best shoes like colorways or shoes to rock in the summertime okay um i won't i won't go colorway deep just because i'm not 100 right now like what what all shoes drop i have like i don't have a list oh no i'm just talking about what colorways are like summer colorways oh okay 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 um let's see well you want me to start yeah all right so you you cannot go wrong you know you know me you can't go wrong with a unc colorway for the summer time that's that's very true you know we got the university blue fours you got the university blue fours the university blue ones you got the they got university blue on everything, bro. I don't yep. even know. You don't even know which university it is. You just know it's blue at some university, and that should be yeah. on your feet. I think any pair of white sneakers should be on your feet. Um, that, for colorways, that's that's where my ballpark is for the summer, and I think those are the vibrant colors that'll pop this I, summer. Okay. Um, I'll add to that because I agree. Um, I'll add. What's and it's not they're not widely available. Of course, you know them. You have a pair, even though you haven't worn them yet. The Nike Dunks of certain colorways. I don't have any Dunks. You don't have the Michigan States anymore. <laughs> Bro, or vers- went, varsity Green. I'm sorry. Them boys went straight to StockX. Really? That was a StockX special. Wow. Yeah, I'm a broke man. I gotta pace. That's man. okay. Hey, hey, ain't no shame in that game. But I will say, if you can get yeah, your hands on, you're a right. Pair of you're dunks, right. Any pair of Dunks. It's right for that's the a summer. Nice, it's a nice summer shoe. If shoot. you're a guy, you can rock some dunks. If you're a girl, we all know girls love dunks and right. Jordan ones. Those are the most trendy styles right now right for now. shoes. So they'll definitely, you'll you'll definitely see some people in them. I was gonna say dunks also for a summer, for a summer shoe. Mm-hmm. But um, besides that, Jordan ones right now. Um, if you if you if you have a pair, I mean they've been they've been released all the time, man. Like if you can Jordan get a pair ones, of Jordan ones, you, you can't. If you can get a matching shirt, put them on with some jeans. They are going to look it's, fire. It's insane how popular Jordan ones are. TikTok, Instagram style, literally. And now the dunk back. hype is about to recreate everything. That's gonna go crazy. Every dunk is about to sell out now. It doesn't matter what colorway it is. Y'all let um the New York people find them, and y'all <laughs> let the Instagram chicks find them. So right. yeah, man, those are. But uh, what are, what are your since we since we got which shoes or which suggestions you should be rocking for the summer or things you might see for the summer, what are your favorite shoes right now? In my like that you're like that I yeah, that's in your rotation that you're like oh, I really like this pair of shoes and I'm trying to rock these all summer. These are my my summer beaters. Well, not not beaters, but you're like no, I, I'm I gonna put some miles. I'm gonna put some miles on. I see what you're saying. Um, so right now. And I got, I have shoes from all, all over. Like I work in New Balances. I 
lounge in Nikes. I yeah. hope in Pumas. Um, Go ahead. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even gonna pleasant like that, bro. Talk that talk on the pod, man, bro. Man, look, I got I got five pair of Pumas right now. Put wait, no, no, I got five pair of Dreamers right now, and I got Ridiculous. one pair on the way. Yes, man. Like getting look, straight from the look the, the Dreamville it, factory here, here's in the, North in North Carolina. Here's the story, bro. Fayetteville. Here's the story. We we went to me and Nigel went to the mall. What what was that? Maybe months April? ago. It might have been cold outside. Yeah, no, it was, it was months. Definitely ago. cold outside. We went to the mall. We saw them in there. We saw the prototype colorway, and we also saw the OG colorway. And I wanted the OG colorway just because I mean you can't black is gonna match everything. So I asked them; they didn't have my size. I wear a size 13. You really can't find much of that size in in the store anymore. No, you can't. <laughs> I don't know why they do the cutoff at 13. I guess people either people know that there's not that many 13s, so they buy them on resell them, right? Or they just stop putting them in stock, right? In, in certain uh, stores. And Looks so like that at all the Foot Locker now. And so we we went to that was at Champs. And we saw the prototypes, but we didn't. I wasn't really feeling the colorway. Yeah, because I remember I was trying to get you on them earlier that year. And yeah, it was you were like, trying. I was like, no, nah, I'm, not, I'm not feeling them. I, was like, I remember. No, look, I was like, bro, I'm not wearing no Pumas. Because I remember I had, uh, I bought my Dreamers. I forget. First, first, I bought them first. Like I bought them for anybody else. For anybody else. But I remember. I don't know if it was. Was it January? It was way before January. Yeah. Whenever the first pair, whenever the original the pair OGs. came out, I had been eyeing them and trying to get them for the longest time mm-hmm. and i think it came out on his birth i think the dreamers the first pair of dreamers came out on his birthday mm-hmm. and i just missed it mm-hmm. and i was like dang j cole has his own shoe that's crazy i saw i saw rdc wear them i saw um yeah they did it what's he do with them. the blonde hair on that plays basketball is it it's not jesser what's his name jazz Tristan Jazz. T- oh, Tristan Jazz. Yeah. T Jazz. T Jazz. I saw T yeah. Jazz was dropping people off in them. And I was like, are these really legit? I yep. watched a couple reviews on YouTube. Jock, um Jock Nightwing. Oh, Nightwing does have Where he, Testers, he's got Where one Testers of, like, had the one of the best videos because he's got his like, was one legit. of the best videos on him. His was Seriously. legit. And then so I was like, let me try him. I was like, I'm into buying my favorite rapper shoes. I have Kanye shoe. I have Travis Scott shoe. I have I even have Donald Glover's shoe, and that shoe is not you even. Sure does. It's not even that high. I remember hype. that. I, I just love buying like when you mix music with shoes. It's like two of my favorite things. So it's like, dang, I gotta get you it. Gotta get and it. I was like, I gotta support J Cole just to do it. I, I was listening that. to his music when I was grinding, you know, at that, that trash job. So I was like, let me just. I was like, let me get these. And then I was trying to put J on. He was like, nah, I'm not really feeling them. And they was in they was in stock in his size. He just didn't want to get them. But fast forward, you know, I start convincing him. Or we was just there and they was sitting there. You start recruiting really. I was like, you might as well try them on. I was like, just try them on, feel how your feet feel in them. Because at first they're really stiff and don't feel like there's any insole in the shoe or there's no technology. But I was like, you may like them. I was like, just just try them on. Look, we went in there. They didn't have the OG colorway, so I was. We went to a different store, and then we were walking out of the out of the mall. He was. He just said. He just mentioned something. He's like, "You sure random. you want to go back and get the Dreamers?" I was like, "I thought I was thinking in my house, like I'm not finna get these, bro." I was like, "You know, what? I'm gonna just do it." So I went back. They actually had my size in the prototypes, so I copped them. I think the next day I went to the gym. I just did some light training just to see how they felt, and they were literally the best shoe i've hooped in to this day 
And I, when I say that, I'm, I mean it. Yeah, I am, this is the man who, he plays basketball way more than me. So if anybody knows, he would know. I am 6'3". Or everything. I'm 6'3", 215 pounds. I got, I got a little weight on me. I use, I usually wear KDs or Paul George, PGs. I, yeah. I wear, those are my two, my go-tos. And then when I found the Dreamers, I just went nuts. Yeah, I, this man went crazy. <laughs> I, I had one pair. I don't even think I had warm yet. And this man, he had one, and then it was just one after the other. And they just kept coming out. And then he dropped the uh, J Cole dropped the yeah. Times Square pack. Yeah, because he started re-releasing them. I, yeah, I never thought he was gonna re-release them, so I was buying my shoes off like resale sites because hey. I was trying to get them. Hey, shout out Goat, bro. Goat is the plug. Goat for is where you get them. If you I can't. can't find I them. can't get y'all the sauce like that. But man, you know, there's a way to find shoes. At retail or under retail on GOAT. You just got to look. You got to research it. I'm not going to give y'all the sauce. Do your research, man. You can get some. No, but. You can get some very near this. Seriously. Hey, what them 350s looking like over there? Hey. Hey, look. Not 350. I can tell you that. Shoot. Hey, but look. At the end of the day, I've put numerous people on to the Dreamers. After you put me on, I put them on to the Dreamers. And I've heard. I've had two people say. Uh, they won't hoop in another shoe. I won't hoop in another shoe. I tried today. I, I wore my KD fives. That's how I felt when I hooped in my KD. Bro, I tried today. I was like, I'm not putting this. I'm not putting this on again. I'm. I'm not. These are not touching my feet. Again. Yeah. Them right there will stay in that box. Yeah. The main reason, the other reason why I wanted the Dreamers is because, um, after Kobe passed, I was like, dang, I can't get any more Kobe's. Seriously? So I was like, let me. I was listening to J. Cole's Love Yours, and I was like, let me get um, these Dreamers, and I'm going to get them in the same colorway as my Kobe 8s, and I'm going to just hoop in them until they break apart, and these are going to be my metaphorical Kobe's, but that didn't happen because that colorway was trash, hey. And but I, I got the original pair I wanted, and in all honesty, I think those are the closest you're going to get to a Kobe 8. They feel so great. Like, that's one of the best low-top shoes on the mm-hmm. market right now. And I don't know what it is about the insole. I don't know if they use technology. I don't know if they have Boost. I don't know if they got Zoom or mm-hmm. what Puma's technology that they use for their soles. But in all honesty, the insole saves the shoe. It's, it's it feels great. It's, it's super lightweight. It's the best all-around shoe I've ever worn. It's crazy. It's a low top. Now, the only con, and I've heard this from numerous people as well, I agree, but I, I usually just ignore it. There's a lot of, not a lot, but there is some mm, some exceptional heel room. There's a, there's a little bit of extra heel room. Nah, that's okay. I, I'm fine with it. I personally, I'm only, fine. Only but I've heard wrong, people, I've heard people say that's a con. Only thing wrong with my shoes, my shoelace is about to uh, fall apart, and I've only worn them like ten times, maybe. I don't know how the shoelace is about to fall apart, and I get tired of people stepping on my shoes. With oh, that there? mesh right there, most Nike shoes they'll have uh, plastic around mm-hmm. the toe area, mm-hmm. so it's like constructed. So if somebody steps on your shoes, that's not it's protected. Like, it's not your toe. Hey, beside and 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 I'll say Pumas are like they're they're new to this one. They're Lord. they're getting they're they're growing. They're they're, getting they're, they're reinventing. Yeah, I say they're rebranding exactly. and reinventing rebranding themselves re-inventing. for basketball. Like they're they're getting closer and closer to being up there. And I right. say J Cole is a very thank um, that man. He's a he's a pivotal person in getting Puma to where it is with basketball right now. Definitely. But at the end of the day. If you're looking for a hoop and shoe, you play power forward or power forward 
through so you play you no know, if you play at the four anything but a center if you play at the four to the one try the puma dreamer puma rs dreamer try it out and tell me it doesn't feel better than any other shoe you've hooped in if you if you can say differently let me know and i'm glad he extended the line and like yeah. circled you know circled the block because I was like, dang! I was like, he's really gonna end the shoe off, and they don't have that many right great colorways. We hey, we top some today. And he went, and after that second release, he's been going crazy with the colorways, and I'm glad he did because I was like, there's so much more you could do with this silhouette. Don't mm-hmm. just move to the next one. I'm glad he ended the second line because yeah, I don't like any of those shoes. I don't like the, the high versions. Yeah, I don't like. It those. was weird. Like I got, I got five pair now. I got one on the way, and then September third. I'm going to put them on game. September 3rd, Lime Green, finish the Times Square pack. Those will be out. That is going to be crazy, You'll man. see them in my closet. I promise you that. That is going to be crazy. Just man. wait on it. But, yeah, you got, what, is it a six or seven? I got I got six. You can count You have six. six pairs, and I have two. I also bought another pair. Had to. I got the pair that you have. You just got. We, 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 you got every pair. So no, I know you got them sent from I don't, J. Cole the only himself. Ones, man, the only ones that don't have. Talk to J. Cole bro, for about Doug five Cole, minutes. Send me an index card. Talk to him for about five minutes. Card. I was like, hey man, I, I know you got some unreleased joints. I know you got some bro, unreleased joints in the back. I don't even need the unreleased joints. Just let me double up. Let me double up. Let my closet be filled with that cloudy box. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I I don't take shoes for granted anymore after Kobe's passing. It's like. If you got a great basketball shoe, I say I say double. I say not only wear all your shoes, but I say double up on them because it's like that might be it, bro. That was With sad. Dreamers, this I only had it. one pair. Of, well, I had a couple pair of Kobe's. I had like two, but I was only hooping in one, and those were like mm-hmm. almost dirt. I've had like, two pair my whole life. Yeah, man, and it's like dang. Like after he passes, like I, I can't get anymore because I don't want to spend three hundred on a five year year old shoe. I know. I feel you. I, I probably I got them Kobe ads. I probably won't ever wear them. Exactly. And then it's like, do I want to wear them again? Because you every time you wear them, you risk losing yeah. the rest of it. Yeah. So, I guess we can pivot um, towards music. This isn't really a heavy. Oh yeah. Topic or segmented podcast anymore, but we can pivot towards music. Um, I just you know I had my ears to the streets and I was just listen. And the more that I was listening to music, I kept hearing like these funky sounds. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this really reminds me of um Pharrell. Only to find out like half of this stuff that's being produced yep. is like through the Neptunes, bro. Like, you know, we got that song with Brent Fires and Drake. Wasting time. We got another song, a lot of people don't know, on uh Pop Smoke's uh Pop Smoke's album. Which one? The new one. No, no, no. I mean, which song? It's... I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm, I don't speak New York New slang. York. Oh, it's the last one on the album. Mercy. Oh, Mercy, Mercy Boku. Yeah. Oh. That's produced by the Neptunes. No kidding. It just sounds funky. I was like, this sounds like something Pharrell would make. Once you, like, know, listen to yeah. Pharrell's sound, you'd be like, Pharrell probably made this. But him, if you don't know who the Neptunes are... The Neptunes are the producer duo. Chad Hugo. Yeah, the great Chad Hugo and Pharrell Williams. So underrated. They produced a lot of this stuff on Justin Timberlake's first album. They produced the Brent Fire song that everybody's going crazy about. They had a group with NERD, which was them and another rapper. So they've they've been in the game for a long time. They produced for Snoop Dogg. 
Yep. They did. I don't know if both of them did drop it like it's hot, but I know Pharrell did that one. Yeah. They did fronting with Pharrell and Jay Z. They've produced a lot, and they have that signature sound that's like, it's not hip hop, but it mm-hmm. just sounds great. And you'll know if they're on the song because it just sounds so eccentric and far from what hip hop beats sound like. Right. That you'll be like, dang, this is different. It's refreshing. And of course, it's the Neptunes. They produced <laughs> on there, and they produced on I don't know what's album. Mm-hmm. So they've I've, they've been producing a lot on different people's albums, just popping up. And I was like, man, are they uh, working on an album together? Because for a moment in time, they weren't like working together. But I think they've been locked in the studio working together. So That's I think, good though, bro. I think there's gonna be an album, honestly. And it's the 20th anniversary for NERD, their first album in search of. So I don't know if Nerd's gonna drop an album or the Neptunes, but whatever it is, it's gonna sound great. I love hearing the Neptunes in 2021. Mm-hmm. It just sounds good. And what a lot of people don't know is they produced the um, Tokyo Drift song. Oh, that I know what you're talking about. Yes, a lot of people don't know that, but they produced that. And it's like once you make that's the an beat, iconic. Song, once you bro. make the beat to Tokyo Drift, bro, you could do anything you want. And the fact that it's them and it's not like just so some no no name producers mm-hmm. is crazy. But um, I hope they drop an album. If they do, I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna just study it get back into producing again here you go but um moving on oh before we before you move on just a a question for you how do you feel about your latest album that you dropped oh we're gonna go there yeah i want to know no on the spot there's no there's no written anything i didn't tell you this yeah you didn't okay um how do you just tell me how you feel about it you don't have to go down the track list just tell me how you feel about the drop good lord the music that you know you have in in the tuck versus what you dropped what i dropped is i think a time capsule is this the best is this the best i'm asking this is the start it's nowhere near the best i've been working me and uh me and ace avant we've been working on that album for about i'll say two years now a lot of it is leftover stuff from the foe tape that we were all working on um a lot of the stuff is leftover stuff from my solo project so we just mashed it up together, put some new, I hit the table again, um, mashed up some new features. So some of it is new, some of it is old. Um, I think it is the best music that we could make for the time being. Right. And the time and that that's, we had. that's to, okay. And the time that we had to put it together. I don't think it's bad at all. I think the only times where it lacks sometimes is quality wise. And I'm not blaming anybody. I'll take the blame for that. But we honestly with what we had us not going to anybody else's studio Mm -hmm. us not being professional engineers i think we did the best that we could do and we didn't slack off on anything you know that was straight off of our personal computers our personal microphones and even that we all spent money on so it's like you know no i understand i think we did pretty good for what we have oh yeah we got the lyrics on there. You know, we got all the credits on there. That was homemade, it, it, bro. Uniform, like it, like I, like I was telling you, it's uniform. It looks nice. I mean, and we had our lyrics first day. A lot of people don't even have lyrics. Synced lyrics first day, mm-hmm. and we had that. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just looks nice and presentable. Granted, it's not gonna be the biggest album ever, but I'm glad at what we did. We put our best foot Definitely. forward. Proud of it. I know a lot of people. They don't even have lyrics. 
on their songs. They don't put the effort and energy that we did into our songs. I know one of the artists on our label, he was like, he's like, bro, that album was crazy. It inspired me. And I didn't know it was going to inspire anybody or people are going to go crazy over it. That's just how I think. Right. But I think people liked it. We just got to promote it some more and let more people listen to it. But I yeah, like it. Get in the right ears. I like it, but I've listened to it a thousand times. So I'm tired of listening both. to it. You and me both. So, you know, the standout song on there was probably Summer Nights with you on there. Yeah. Everybody... Everybody likes this man's verse. You know, this man get on the track. They're like, ooh, big stepper. So, you know, he's he was in there. He keep, This man will downplay himself and say that no, I'm not. his no. his role isn't significant as it is. Truth. But this man, he was hanging in there with the pros, bro. So, go y'all, listen to y'all Summer don't Nights. Realize, y'all, look, nobody sat through a freaking freestyle session with you and Ace Avant, bro. That is one of the toughest rooms to ever. You, no, it's that is not. so. It's so it's intimidating. Not. It's not. It's not. There's there's wordplay that you will hear. It's not. It's in, just a in that in that lab you'll hear wordplay that you you would hear in a room with Nas, Jay Z. There's nah. there's numerous lists. That's that's where you would hear that that wordplay from. And these are bars you've never heard before. No man, I just I just find my pocket on like pure porn type beats, you know. But nah. that's it, though. You gotta, it's you gotta just, know us. You gotta ro- play a role. You know, honestly, I'm I'm humble about my music. I know my music isn't for everybody. I don't expect it to be for everybody. So when I, people say that it's good or it's not good, you know, I just take it as it is what it is. You know, you gotta charge it to the game. You know, charge and I know my game. I know my music's always gonna be better. Like I'm not gonna put out the same thing I put out last week. Right. I'm not gonna put out the same thing I put out last year because that's not my goal. Mm-hmm. I want to keep getting better. And I don't think anybody can write better than me. Our peers right now, I'll just say in the Midwest and people our age, I don't think anybody can write better than me. Facts. Now, however I deliver it, however it comes out on the track is how it is. That's different. But you can't, I don't think anybody can outright me. I agree. And I'll put them up to the test, bro. No. Hey, man, I'm I'm better than all y'all. I say that with a straight face. Period. You know, at what FOE is doing right now and what we're building is going to be crazy. They're behind. They ain't behind. They no, just not. No, they behind. just don't know how to do it right, bro. And we're going to do it right. Hopefully, you know. But I, I'm not I'm not cocky at all. I'm not that artist. That, it's not cocky. That's confidence. Yeah, man. When you when you make music, you got to be proud of it because you've worked on it for so long. Like each one of those songs is almost your kid. Because literally how and, long have you been working on it? What I write about. You know, it may leave some things to the imagination, but most of the stuff I rap about is true. I'm not on the track just telling lies or telling right. a life that I've never lived before. Right. Or just, or I'll say. And, no, no, go ahead. I was like, I'll say I'm not just saying words just to rhyme. That's, no, a lot seriously. of people, a lot of people just say words that rhyme with each other and they're like, you know, that, and, was, that, was, that and, was my verse. And look, and from hearing feedback about my verse on Summer Nights, that's one thing that I that I will never do. I can't just put a bar in, like you hear Young Thugs verses or you hear tri- uh, Trippy Res verses. Those are just two two examples of good bars, but they don't mean anything. They're just random. Yeah, they make they make you gotta make your lyrics mean sense. something. Not only just mean something to the listener, right. but like mean something in t- in terms of like your music having depth to it. Like it's not right. just 
oh, I just want to listen to good music right now. Like, no, I want to listen to something, take something away from it. Right. Outside of music. But at the at the end of the day, that's that's what made my like. I'll I'll try and tell a story with my verses. That's why it's so hard to write them. It takes too long, um, or it takes so long, I should say. But I'm not trying to. I'm not gonna falsify anything that comes out of my mouth. It's yeah, gonna be, that's gonna be. Fact. I'm not gonna say it just for the track. Right. You hear you me know, say some is facts. I may inflate some things, or I may over exaggerate some things. are okay. Yeah, you know, for like where I wanna be in life, you right. know. And we're flexing. That's normal. Speaking, but. speaking on that, we'll come back. We'll come back to that one for sure. To that topic. But do you have any advice for for new artists that are that are maybe they're writing, they write personally, or or say in their journal, in their phone, whatever, but they just don't have the utensils to finish eating. Can you give some? Give some. You talking about like make a song? Anything, anything for it to, to become an artist. Any advice do you have? Well, I'm in the process now of trying to get more artists, be in search of more artists. Y'all I'm not it, I'm not just going to, but it, it's not just anybody. Send not just anybody. Please don't. Not Send just anybody. Track. Not just anybody <laughs> makes it, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm a very picky person. I'm very picky with people I associate with, so I'm even pickier with people that I want to work with. If he gives you any kind of criticism, please listen to it. They won't. I know. Um... But I've I've been trying to like talk to more um what do you call them female songstresses I don't know what you would call them just a, a chick I'm gonna that, say artist a chick that sings okay I've been trying to get more I'll be like I'll write the song for you yeah you could just now. you could just do a cover for it or you know however you want to do it I just want to write songs I want to write R and B songs it sounds weird but I would love to vocals. write an R and B song for exactly doesn't it just that, sound that fun sounds really it just sounds fun. like great. And you're like, I know that you could kill it. I know that you got the voice for it. You're going to do what, 10 times better than what I'm going to do. I know what men want to hear. Pause. I, I, As a male. Yeah, I you know, know what, what men want to hear. And then it's like, I trust my writing ability to the point where I know that my lyrics are good. It's just, you know, whoever says it is going to sound even better. The sometimes I feel, be yeah, sometimes I feel like my, I don't have the delivery. I don't have the voice for these lyrics. But it's like, if sure. I give you these, like if I gave Rihanna some of the hooks that I had in, in my phone, stop. Playing. It go crazy. Whoa! But that's Rihanna. So, I feel, no, I feel you. Like I like writing for other people. Like I have no problem with it. Like people don't know. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm gonna say it on the pod, but people don't know. But I wrote the hook on PayPal. So, Literally. you know, it sound. It doesn't sound like I would write that, but I was just trying to have fun <laughs> with it, and I was like, let me get the person that fits the part for right. it i don't i would sound horrible doing that so you know and that's how yeah, it came about that play a role bro but for new artists i would say advice. don't have a problem playing your role whatever it is on the roster or whatever it is in music if you're just writing in your journal and you want to be an artist and want those lyrics to come alive and be on soundcloud or apple music or whatever so find your role yeah, just get a distributor, start there. Well, I say start, like, just getting a mic and a laptop, you know, you could record on something as easy as Audacity. Definitely. Um, get a distributor to distribute your music. Just It's no just plugs, an annual. No plugs, don't tell them. Nah, it's just an annual fee, you know? I, I, I'll say that, but you have to want it. That's the important thing. Literally. If you don't want it, 
then not only will it not come into fruition, but it won't work out the way you want to. That's for anything, bro. There's no point in teaching someone if they don't want it. And I've tried to teach people who don't even who've never made a song before and didn't want it. You know, I can't make you want it. It's a waste of time. I can't make you want it. So that's why the people around me that I keep close to me when it comes to music or whatever, it's like these people want to do something mm-hmm. more than just what they do mm-hmm. on a regular basis or just a complacent lifestyle. Like they want more for themselves and the people around them. So that's how, that's what make, keeps me going is knowing, mm-hmm. you know, if we make it, then everybody else around me can be happy and successful in their own ways and they got to do it on their own. And we're just doing it as a team. But yep. I can't I can't give that much artist I can't give that much advice for artists that are new. Like just writing stuff in their journals and that coming into fruition. I can speak on what to do before you sign to a label and just tell you not to sign to a label. There's, right. no, there's no reason to do it unless you really don't have any leverage. <laughs> Excuse me. But um I've been listening to a lot of T Pain streams and just him talk about what the music industry really is about and there's honestly no reason to sign with a major label yep um say you get like an eight million dollar contract for however many albums right if you can't pay that that eight million dollars is a loan so if you put all them albums out yep the people who get paid first is the label and all that money's gonna keep going into the label until they get eight million and whatever interest they added on to it so then they'll pay you, you know, and whatever. If you never hit eight million, if you never make them eight million, then you'll just get benched and they can do whatever they want with your. Oh, just wait till you get benched. So it's like there's no reason to sign to a major label. Right. If you don't have any leverage. Now, if you got leverage and notice you can make eight million, no problem with interest and you just need their help, maybe for tours or whatever, like you're going to make all your money and uh at the concerts and doing shows. Yep. So if you notice you got that leverage there and you can make the money back, then it's a, it's just a business move. It's just a loan to you. Yep. But you just got to be smart about it. You can't just do what everybody else does when it comes to music. You got to trust your music first. I will always say this for a new artist. You got to believe in your music and your music has to be good first. You can be as popular as you want to be, but if your music isn't good, you don't have anything to fall back on. Yep. You're just... A celebrity at that point. Is it? So if your music isn't good, it doesn't matter what you do, what deal you're in. You you don't have any leverage with your music. Like you gotta build that fan base that'll rock with you regardless of what you put out, mm-hmm. or go through you, or go through with you. Horrible wording, actually. People that'll follow you on your journey through experimental sounds and albums and all that stuff, but. That, that's the best advice I can give them right now. That's fair, though. That is for free, and I won't get paid for it. Right, that's free. And that's more than other people would tell y'all. So, pivoting. Speaking of artists on labels. Um, See how we did that? Yeah, it was, uh, I think the Wall Street Journal broke yep. this news that uh, Utopia will be Travis Scott's last album on Epic Records. So... After this album, his contract will end. And I guess the big question is, do you think he'll re-sign? I, that, that's not that I'm skeptical or like it matters to me, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm interested to see what route he takes next. 
I mean, he's done so much outside just for just for urban subculture. Or, uh, I'll or, say just, just for rappers, period. In, yeah, in general, he's just done so much outside of his music that, that I don't want to lose like faith or like likeness in in Travis Scott. I don't think his label change will will change any of that, but I think how much we see him see of him will change without label help. I think a lot of people were speculating um, since Jack Boys is signed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's through Epic Records or through Sony, but a lot of people were saying maybe he'll stay. I honestly think he'll stay. Um, that's I don't just see why he wouldn't. If that's just my opinion. Unhappy. And that's the thing. Most people on Epic Records aren't like unhappy. You got right. DJ Khaled is on Epic Records. I don't know if he's still on there. Mm-hmm. You got Future. He's still on Epic Records. Yep. I don't know how long his contract is, but he doesn't sound there. like he doesn't sound like he's having any, any issues. And Travis hasn't directly said anything about the label stopping anything. So I think Epic Records like has good rapport with their artists. If they artists. were having any any like instances or problems, you would have heard about them, right? And Travis Scott is a juggernaut on that on that roster of artists. He's Literally. like top priority, if not top two. I don't know who else is signed, but he's definitely top two. He's first first and the thing about travis is if he doesn't sign with them i think he may go straight to the major and just sign to sony and even if he doesn't do that i can see him do like a venture with rock nation or something but if he truly goes independent and takes jack boys and makes them independent that's crazy and that's if him and drake go independent the game is gonna change for real for real oh yeah but um because the thing which but travis is a, a superstar bro the thing that's different about travis is everything with travis's name on it is going to sell out much yep. like kanye it's very kanye-esque Esque, yep. if not more because travis scott can slap his likeness on anything and people will buy it if if travis scott made playstation 5 controllers if he did a collaboration with playstation 5 designed his own playstation 5 or designed mm-hmm. his own controllers Hey, Sony, if you're hearing this, I know y'all going to take this idea. So just go ahead with it. He's already signed to y'all anyway. But if he literally makes his own PS5, it's selling out. That's the easiest way to sell anything is just put Travis Scott's name on it. He's hot, bro. Drake Drake can't even do that. Drake can't. Nocta, it'll sell out, but it's not like people are rocking Nocta like it matters. People are selling Nocta. It's selling out to sell. Like, Cacti, like, Travis Scott can literally put out anything and people will buy it yep so wherever he goes it's going to be very scary because if he doesn't sign with, with uh epic records it's just going to be weird it's insane <laughs> i mean he still do whatever he does i think his shows will always be high production because yep. that's where he gets most of the most of his money that's where he gets bulk of his money from is from on the road which mm-hmm. is like with all artists so i I honestly see him staying. He doesn't have yeah. any reason to leave. Yeah. But if he does leave, Utopia, I'm sure, is a great album to leave on. That's so. fair. Yup. But moving on, I mean, super pivoting. Yeah, this is this is a hard a pivot. Hard pivot. <laughs> what is this? Uh, I don't know who pivots hard. That's not mine. That's not mine. No? Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you. That was your thing? I don't know. Hey. All right. So... It's a weird question to ask, but I was just thinking about it through the many times I've thought about it, you know, 
We didn't talk about this one, no. but I think I know what you're talking about. So no, go ahead. Oh, it's not. It's not anything about the baby. No, I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was. I thought it was gonna be about cancer culture. Cancel culture. Cancer. <laughs> cancer culture. I don't know what cancel that is. culture. It should be, but it's not. Oh, okay. Oh, well, the continue. question is, how much does a community? How much power does a community really have? And I just think about it with um. Much like Kyrie, much okay. like Travis Scott. Okay. You know, I guess they would be part of a black community. Oh, hit the table again, it's okay. bro. I know they hear it though. They they're like, dang, who wait, is wait. who is stop? <laughs> like, who's this big jack in a beanstalk person knocking over <laughs> furniture in the house? Stomping. It's like I'm sorry if y'all heard that, but it's uh, all good. It's all yeah. good. I so think. I guess they're part of that black community. Or wherever community are, rap community, whatever community people associate themselves with, it's like how much power do you really have? And I think I'll say what the black community mains say. Bro, this man got me over here looking at turtles, bro. I don't care about the turtle community. And if we get canceled by Peter, oh well. Bro, we're not trying to eat them. This is a look, we got a beautiful background video going on. A sea turtle swimming. <laughs> I don't even know what this podcast is anymore. Alright, look, pay attention for real, bro. Bro, he looks like he's like he looks like he's like floating at the top and drowning himself on purpose. Look, the question when we were testing the mic and audio was how deep do you think the water is? He is nose diving towards the bottom right now. <laughs> oh, he's about to hit it. All right, look. Okay, okay, sorry. All right, all right. Sorry. Uh, but I think, I think a lot of communities have more power than they think to do, than they think they do per se. The black community, because in all honesty, Jordans are crazy. I think That's they're the craziest signature shoe line for anybody. Yeah, I agree. And those are worn by Michael Jordan. He made those popular. Yeah. You know, in like 20 years, kids are going to be, they're not even going to know who Michael Jordan Whoa, is. They're just going to know what, they're going to know what the shoes are. They're going to be like, dang. They're going to be like, Michael Kaur, Balenciaga, Gucci, Michael Jordan. They're going to think Michael Jordan's not even a real person. Who's Michael Jordan? And it's wait, wait till you hear that. <laughs> you know, people don't say someone. it. It's a, it's a, it's crazy how like how far he's came. Yeah. Like people don't. People, there's gonna be a day. I promise you. People are not gonna know him for basketball. They're just and gonna know him for shoes. I don't care that his brand is ran by other people and he's just a name for it. He's the. He's still. He's the main reason why people that, wear it. Right. Yeah. People back in the day before people were trying to discredit him for that. Before but. there was Jordans, like as big as they are today, people liked the shoe because he wore them and what he did in the shoe. Exactly. And that's what made it such a popular thing before our time. Oh. And I'll, I'll say Kanye, like music Definitely. wise, Yeezy. There's gonna be a day where people don't know that Kanye West made music, and they're just gonna be like. They're not even, you know what? Some people don't even know Kanye Kanye West is Yeezy. Look, They're just going to be like, oh, Adidas has this line of, of Yeezy shoes. And if you, you want to go back to when the Nike Yeezys dropped, I remember the day the Solar Res dropped, but I was like, why is 
Kanye West, the rapper, dropping a shoe. Why does, I, Kanye, have his, I asked, why does Kanye have a signature why shoe? Why does he have a Nike? shoe? I'm, I genuinely asked that question. I mean, the Solar Reds came out when we were in either, was that middle school or maybe it was definitely middle bit. school. But I was like, I, I didn't understand. But now I see how big it is to the sneaker culture, to the game. Now I, it's it's insane to think about. Because there's this, there's this huge thing that yeah is something that we never thought it would be. Much like what many things are, and I think people don't know how much power they have just because right. of how much free publicity people may give, like Fashion Over, like yeah. hey. Fashion. Remember when Fashion Nova started? This was probably what Vine days. Vine days. Yep. Where Fashion Nova was just a small brand, and you saw a whole bunch of like, uh, I'll say Latina and Black women, you know, of certain we're sizes. Like, we're like, and, and they made these clothes for them to fit in, not only fit in but look good in. Yeah. And look how big Fashion Nova is. It's now like, multi. It's like you don't brand. know how much power you really have just off of free publicity, free promo. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of free promo. I'll say mm-hmm. in the I say in a black community yeah. or just our generation period, there's a lot of free promo and people don't know like how much hype you can conduct just from you mm-hmm. saying, hey, just like you with the dreamers, you could honestly be like the dreamers are the best shoe to hoop in and you yeah. can keep saying that and you can get enough people around you to where they'll all wear it and then they'll post about it and then other people will wear it and then next thing you know, you're going to thank you letter from J. Cole, bro. Man, if I did, bro. So I, look, I listen to J Cole, but I don't, I'm not a super fan of J Cole. Like, yeah. I know I don't stand the man. I just like his music. But if I got a letter, bro, I put that in a frame, like put it on my desk or something. Yeah, I just think it's crazy how much power a community can have. Because honestly, if people and a lot of brands dictate, you, yeah, we all know it. Yeah, when it's certain times in a month. And you don't you know, have an option. You know, these these brands will pander to certain communities to get them to buy their products or make them think that, you know, they can relate to them somehow. Right. And it's like, that's where we're at in life and mm-hmm. where we're at with capitalism is you have to pander to certain communities. To hit your quota. Not only to hit your quota, but just for it to like be, you know, you guys get a discount this month. Hey, hey, 30% off on us. 30% off on us for... Uh, being in this certain community, just for being, and it's a like black individual, <laughs> not even black. It's everything now. If you're whatever, whatever you, whatever, as. whatever mm. community you identify as, or wherever you want to be a part of, is honestly, I think, you know, there's power to everything. Mm. Whether if you like anime, there's people. Oh, there's, there's tons of anime brands. Anime. If you oh, like man. gaming. There's tons of gaming stuff now. Like, you just talking about what you like all the time is free promo. And you're, the power yep. that you have, it only matters with whatever platform you're on. Yep. So, even us talking about whatever brands or whatever shoes we like, that's free promo. It and is. But people, that, but and, people will, and people will literally listen to our opinions and buy the shoe. Yeah. Or try and get the shoe. And it's like, that's power, bro. And people mm-hmm. don't understand that. Like they're just giving away free promo, free tips, and everything, and they don't even they don't even know what they got. Mm-hmm. And you know, just enjoy. Just try and be as authentic as you can, man. Don't let nobody pimp you out. Don't let nobody bully you into being fake. Yeah, man. Whatever you do, do it. Um, don't you know? There's brand deals. Just don't don't sell out. Don't definitely don't sell out your community. Just 
be you 100%. Yeah, be you 100% and brand deals yeah, will come. Brand deals will come, money will come, great things will come with you just being you. Nothing ever, nothing great ever comes from you imitating somebody else or trying to be somebody you're not. Right. So, as long as you're authentic and a genuine person, man, you'll make it far in life and people will see that. Because there's a lot of people who lie, there's a lot of people who cover stuff up, a lot of people with skeletons in their closet, and it's just, it is what it is. But, um, how much power do you think? certain communities have i guess or is there any power in a community there's definitely no power in oh. cancel culture there oh, is no. some but it's like legal objective horrible moral yeah. things that you need to be i wouldn't even say canceled for we just need to be, be cool off yeah, of you just need, yeah, just be for the cool entire rest of the you, time you live on earth put them on probation yeah no um i think there's a there's a lot of power in in, in different groups of people i'm not talking your sexuality versus somebody else's i'm talking the things that you like versus the things that someone else may like um combating horrible or not horrible but negative influences kind of like i won't say i won't say you let it but you definitely brought it back to life um with some some of your past posts about being true to yourself um investing in yourself uh that kind of there's there's not many people in that that group of people who are who are willing to like go outside of the box or or uh if there's a circle and everyone's in it step out of that circle and live life normally there's not a lot of people that are willing to do that because it's not the norm and that group is more powerful than you'll ever know um but i think once you real once the that group whatever the group is once that group realizes how much power they have the sky is the limit yeah i think there's power in voice a lot of i think there's power in platforms yeah and oh you, all, sure. you, all you do is put those things together and you can you can change stuff even like just as little as this podcast like yeah. there's somebody listening and soaking in all this and it's like this is good stuff because i know that's how i get from podcasts and it's like they may have like 20k views or 50 50k subscribers but it's like bro we got one person that just listened to the whole thing and just yeah took as much in as they could that would be enough for me yeah it's like that's crazy like i think there's definitely power in certain communities i know people try to manipulate communities people try to you know take advantage of certain communities yeah. so that's that lets you know that there is power in them there's people that would kill somebody <laughs> if they're like the lead of a leader of a community just because they could be like hey we're not messing with this brand and everybody will go on striking but we're oh, not messing with okay. this brand yes we're not messing like with these guys they'll be like bet right we're trying to take buddy off the planet because we got to get this money it, i mean and people would think that that's not true but that's, that's how, how some goes, weird though. stuff happens bro like if kobe was still alive and left Nike. That's it. That's a lot, bro. There'd be a lot of stuff that goes down once that happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's why, whatever happened with Kobe, but I'm just saying that's insane. If he was still alive and left, like, it'd be insane to think about. And, and there was and a it's, time it's, before it's Nike sad that Kobe we're in a world that we can't think about it, right? But. And there was a time before Nike and Kobe together, but because of how much he means to. The, the Nike brand, now? like the if, brand, we, if we talking about it? shoes, it's Come on. it's Jordan and then it's Kobe, bro. Literally, and then maybe it's LeBron, but maybe. 
I mean, forget a lifetime. But Kobe, Kobe literally brought basketball back to shoes, bro. Yep. Like Nike, bat. He basically owned the whole Nike basketball era. That's insane. Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I guess that's it on that topic. I mean, I, I know we probably circled around and probably said the same thing. It's okay. Though. But um, if we said the same thing, it needed to be said twice. <laughs> yeah. So. I guess we can end on this last question. It's kind of weird. It's a very weird question. Um, I'm going to try and answer my best. Do you think you can ever escape gatekeepers? Or I say, do you think we as a society can escape um, gatekeepers, whether it's at your own job, whether it's in mm. certain communities? Like, I guess, let me put it into perspective what a gatekeeper is, okay. basically. Okay, so, say you want a good position at this job, right? Yeah. And there's, like, a group of four managers, and they're all cool with each other, and they like certain employees, but they don't like you, oh, per se. Maybe they don't know you, maybe they don't really rock with your personality, or your moral standards, sort of like, eh, like, I'm gonna give this other lady or guy this job over you because i know them i rock with them more okay. that's just one instance yes yeah, okay so, so so like do you think in other instances will like can you escape gatekeeping per se i think you can escape well that's a good question it's a, it's a very weird I question i think no not a weird question it's a good question um i think the only way to escape gatekeeping is to leave the premises. It sounds dumb, but is that an anal- is that metaphorically leave yeah. the premises? Yes, no, yes, yes. It is okay, it is okay. Because I was like, if you just leave your job, no, don't, bro, that's, no, that's, don't just that's quit. tough. No, you just told just them to leave, bro. No, don't just quit. Don't just quit. No, but I mean, in a sense, you're you're gonna have to not really find a loophole, but make you your way to, around. Yeah, you have to play for this. You have to literally. It sucks, um, but I'll say this, even, like, with the industry is, like, gatekeeping, per se, like, um, like, if you get, it's very easily to get blackballed in a industry. Oh, yeah. Per se, but I'm saying, like, is there, do you, I think there's definitely a way to get around gatekeeping. You yeah. just gotta be a, you just gotta be a man or a woman of the people. Yeah. If you get the, if you get enough people around that like you, not consumers, but, like, People who rock with you and your mentality, you can definitely beat gatekeeping. Because I know there's some people in industries, they'll be like, even like music per se. If you're not doing everything they want you to do, they're going to be like, well, I, I guess you're just not going to make music with me. Or, Literally. Or, or we're just not going to be cool on this standard. Um, and even when it comes to little stuff like, oh, you want to be a sneakerhead, but you don't really... You don't like these shoes or you don't like all the hype beast shoes. How can you really be a sneakerhead and you ain't I got no off whites? I wish you don't have would. no Jordan ones, but you're a sneakerhead, bro. Please pull up. On like me there's there's that. gatekeeping on all levels. And it goes kind of back to the community thing. But there is gatekeeping in certain communities, mm-hmm. you know. So I was just wondering if people if there was kind of an escape to it. I think there is. You just kind of kind of create your own lane and do what you do you gotta do i agree um but hey i think in any corporate setting there's gonna be gatekeeping people don't know but it's it's there yeah 
not everybody likes you not everybody has um your best not everybody has your best interests and you know in front of them are set out for you so Mm -hmm. you just gotta be you and that's the goal of this podcast is just two friends talking on here we're just doing us bro doing us you know going again i wouldn't say we're going against the norm we're edge lords but it's like edge lords <laughs> i just can't explain it any other way no, because yeah no I I've, I've been this way since like middle school it's like i know it, it came to a point where it's like all right i'm different nigel's influence i would say nigel's influenced me to be more open with myself yeah not i don't take that the wrong way i mean in terms of mentally broadening your horizons doing different things taking those bigger jumps that you wouldn't take without a little push yeah for sure those things i i can definitely say because i've watched nigel do them himself without caring what other people are gonna think yeah like this whole music thing that it wasn't supposed to be as big as it was it was literally just me and zay just making beats off garage band having fun yeah, we just having fun with it. And people it like, know if people know garage, what Garage Band was, bro. It's, it's I was not like, that dang, kind of bro, app. we make great music. We can just keep doing it, and then it just it is what it is now, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna keep saying that. You know, working with great people, it it makes the difference in the world for everything. Definitely. You know, you just gotta get the right group of people. I can't stress that enough. Is like who you surround yourself with is what. Um, is what you're gonna be ultimately you know if you are in a group full of people who who do not have a job and are bums more often than not there's nobody if you if you're in that group there's nobody in that group that's gonna push you to be better exactly and you don't want to be in the sense where um you're the only one that can swim and you gotta save everybody else bro yeah you gotta save yourself first so you have to save yourself by putting yourself in a different group. Sorry. Hey man, but just you know, be careful of your surroundings, the people around you, you know. Take the most out of life, even if it's just the little things. Yep. You know, be yourself, be happy. And I say stay motivated. Don't just don't be satisfied with being complacent. Don't get complacent at all please don't that's big and you gotta realize in life there's gonna be you gotta realize in life there's gonna be sacrifices that you gotta make to get to where you wanna be definitely so you know we're towards the end of the podcast and we're we're, we're burning out on ideas I'm gonna just be honest with you we're we're, we're towards the end but we're glad that you whoever is listening this far we're glad you made it this far you made it this far Bro, hit hit me up. I got a gift for you. Yeah, you a real one. For real. Whoever, whoever you are, guy or girl or baby, no, I do, ooh. <laughs> baby, elder, elderly person, whatever you are. Thank you for listening. Yeah, if you're a monster, if whatever you are, or wow. you, if you're an algorithm, <coughs> thanks for the listen. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, zero zero one zero zero. Thank you. Whatever you are, if you're a bot, self destruct. I'm trying to get more shoes, man. But we're not talking about anything. We're just glad that you guys made it this far and are still listening after our long hiatus. We're going to try and pump out some more episodes. Yeah, just know we've been busy for the past few months. You yes, know, it's, it's Our secular serious. jobs has been, been taking over. 
and also a part of our, our, our mental health, just taking a, taking a break, getting, getting free, trying to get a hold of ourselves. But yeah. hold it to us. We'll be back. Yeah, it's my fault. I was working no, on the album. No, I was I he's was been, really working. He's been on the working album. on the album, and I've been I've been heavily busy with my job. That man, they be they be sending that man everywhere, all over the place. But look, we're this is this is a form of of therapy for ourselves. So best believe we'll be back. Yeah. So, you know, thanks for rocking with us. I thank you guys for tuning in. Me and Jay, thank you guys for tuning Appreciate in you, and dog. listening. It's all the way through. This has been. Episode 13 of Impressional Minds. Don't forget to subscribe to us on the Anchor.fm website and show support. Be sure to do this on the web browser as this feature isn't included on the app. Find us at anchor.fm slash impressional minds. We'd really appreciate that and any other donations for the content we're putting out. We're currently on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and more apps for mobile listening under Impressional Minds. Stay tuned and stay posted for another episode.